Podcast Network, where kingdom culture, real life, and technology intersect. I'm your host, Prentice Thompson. And what we do, we talk to real people, pastors, leaders, engineers, tech people, manufacturers, worship leaders, all about church, technology, and provide solutions for a successful Sunday morning service. You ready? It's time to take a ride. Let's go. Yes. Yes. Welcome to another edition of the Church Sound Podcast. I'm your humble host, Mr. Prentice Thompson. What we do, we we delve into real life, kingdom culture, and technology all in one place. We dive into church and technology in real life. And I think that is so empowering and what I try to do every week is make sure you guys walk away with something that you can apply to your ministry immediately. So today's show is a dolo show. And usually when I get these when I and I have these dolo shows with dolo in 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 my vernacular from the hood of Harlem in New York City means I am by myself. I am solo, so we call it dolo. Those of you who have learned the new word, I suggest you apply that as soon as possible. It'll make you sound cooler than you really are. Okay, so the the genesis of this episode really came from it really, really came from a, a discussion I had with at AV Tech at a church. And he were discussing they were doing an upgrade. And I'm I'm very familiar with their equipment. Very, very familiar with their equipment. And and I basically said, like, why? Like, why are you guys doing this upgrade? Like, you 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 really don't need it. And he said to me, Yeah, I know. And then immediately I thought, the pastor has a friend who's a pastor that did this. And now they want to do it because they did it. And when I said that, he immediately said, you're absolutely right. So, this message is for leaders and pastors or tech people who are dealing with this issue with change happening when it doesn't need to happen. So I always like to go back to the good book. First of all, before we get started, before we get started, before we get started, this episode is brought to you by the wave event. Now the wave event, if you're not, if you're not familiar, the acronym is Worship Audio Visual Experience. They have conferences throughout the year. They just had their winter conference in January, and now they're having their fall conference in Lawrenceburg, Indiana, which is near Cincinnati, on September 12th through the 14th. If your church is looking for a place to go to send your team, not just your leaders, your team to learn about audio about worship, visual aspects of it, and creating the experience using technology. At the same time, 
being able to talk to manufacturers, over 40 manufacturers, being able to get your hands on the equipment, talk to the talk to their tech people, get some insight, walk, walk away with information that you can apply to your church immediately. This is something you should definitely look into. Go to the show notes. You'll see register for the wave event. Um, it's something you definitely should, should look into and I will be there. We will be there live doing the podcast live there. So I'm looking forward to seeing your face in the place. Make sure you go to check out the wave event coming up in September. So when I get, when I, when I get these, these little nuggets, I like, I like to go to scripture. So let's, let's go to Psalms 37, 23 through 24, right? The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He directs, he delights in every detail of their lives. Through their stumble, they will never fall. The Lord holds them by the hand. Proverbs sixteen nineteen says, we can make our plans. We can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. And it's kind of brought me to going through the drive-in at Burger King. Now, go with me, if you will, if you're sitting in your car. I know you guys have gone through a drive-thru. McDonald's, Chick-fil-A. I know you're going through Chick-fil-A. Not on Sunday, but you're going through Chick-fil-A. And when you get to the first post with the where the menu is, you have to order. And you're ordering, you go to the next window, you pay for it, and you receive your order. Now, how many times have you gotten home and not looked at your order and realized you got the wrong order or it's missing something? Well, a lot of times, pastors do what I call keeping up with the Joneses. They're ordering things they don't need. And, but, and, and by the way, who are the Joneses? Who, like, where did that come from? You know, oftentimes, it's another phrase, you can, you can attest to this. It says, if the grass is greener on the other side of the fence, chances are, it's getting better care. You know, it's a correlation to that. Another phrase you can look at, you can say is, look in the mirror rather than your neighbor. So let's bring that to the house of God. Look at your church instead of the one down the block. So, as I mentioned, this church decided to upgrade their visual cameras to 8K. I think it was 12. I want to say it's 12K, 12K cameras. I have a question for anyone who is listening to this. Have you ever, ever in your life up until this moment viewed a program in 12K? Have you ever seen a movie in 12K? Have you ever seen a TV program in 12K? 
Have you looked on your television and seen something that said 12K? Probably the highest you've seen, and it's normally selectable. You have to select it for 4K, right? What you see online is normally 1080p or 720p. Now, I'm not saying that having better cameras is bad. I'm saying that you have to count the cost on the reasons why you're doing it. If the if the sole reason why you're doing it is keeping up with the Joneses, or should I say, Passa Jones, try to keep up with Passa Jones, then I think you are misguided. Which kind of lends me back to the scripture in Proverbs. We can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. So, what is the motivation? It's the motivation to keep up with the Joneses or this great Pastor Jones or determine what God says about your steps. Now, I'm not saying upgrading is bad. I'm saying that you have to do it for the right reasons. The money you used for these upgrades in your cameras without great lenses you can have great cameras and crappy lenses and your image will be what we call hot garbage. Means it'll look good, but it won't be good. Because normally the lens costs more than the camera. You probably didn't know that. And if you did, that's something that a lot of people, and I learned this the hard way, thinking that I need to go out and get the latest camera. I'm a filmmaker. I have to go out and get the latest camera. You know the best service I can do for any camera that I have is to have great glass. I have shelves of glass. I purchase vintage lenses, up-to-date digital lenses for imaging because I know the type of character these lenses will give me. I have the same camera, but when I attach a great lens to it, it gives it better character. Okay, so what am I saying? I'm saying that you have to count the cost for your upgrade. And then and then secondly, you need to talk to your team, not just the, the person who's suggesting this to you. Did you talk to your your media guy or media person could be a woman did you talk to your tech director or did you just say this is what we're doing and we bring somebody in to put it in if you are doing that basically what you're saying is i don't trust your opinion matter of fact i don't care about your opinion this is what we're doing and that's it Oftentimes, I speak about the three different departments of a church, right? 
you have your pastoral ministry, you have your music ministry, you have your tech ministry. All these things work together, right? It's very similar to singing, having the praise and worship, sing a song that lends to your message, right? Oftentimes, the pastor will come to us and say, hey, listen, um, I saw this person on online and they had this mic and I want that mic. Now, a great mic is a great mic, one. Two, if you already have a great mic and it's working and you just want it to want it, there are a couple of factors you need to determine. Okay, one. What type of wireless system is it? You can have a great mic plugged to a decent wireless system. Or you can have a great mic plugged to a really great wireless system. You can have that same mic coming out of the receiver have a crappy audio cable or you can have that mic have a great audio cable then that then out of that receiver into into a great mixer that has great plugins for vintage compressors and vintage EQs what I'm saying is, it's not just the microphone. It's not just the microphone. It's what, it's what the microphone is plugged to it, and how it's being plugged and what's on that signal chain. So just because you have the new microphone doesn't mean it's going to sound good on you. A lot of times... Um, when I, when I was a trainer at B and H and they have a, they have a great microphone room, mic room where you can walk in, you can test the mics with a pair of headphones. You can record, you can, you can, you can patch into different compressors and different, um, mic pre's and, and, and hear the coloration of these different mic pre's along with a, along with a certain mic. And a lot of times people would come in and they would say, all right, what's the best mic in the room? The best mic in the room for use could not be the most expensive mic. Sometimes I've taken a $400 mic because I can listen to the timbre and the texture of that person's voice and say, this mic is a better fit for you through this mic pre. The, the mic may be 400, but the mic pre may be 1800. See what I'm saying? Or, Say, for instance, you just say, and I've had this happen, people will walk in and say, I just want um, the most expensive microphone and the most expensive mic pre. You know when that doesn't matter? When the person has no talent. <laughs> if you have no talent, it does not make a difference. I remember one time, Way back when I worked at Sam Ash, I worked at Sam Ash and this young, um, young man came in 
and he was um, trying to get into the music business. Well, that's that was his that was his goal to get into the music business. And I'm going to tell you what he said to me verbatim. He was going by image. So he says to me, so I, I approach him and say, hey, how you doing? He said, hey, man, I'm trying to get get Pro Tools and a microphone. And this, um, at the time, I believe it was the 737 um, Pre and the U87 microphone was like the combination of the day at the time. And so he he basically said that. He said, I want to get the 737. I want to get the U87. I want to get Pro Tools HD. I want to get this. I'm like, okay. Check stock. Yeah, we have it. Okay, cool. I said, so what do you do? He said, nah. I said, nah, I'm ready. I said, now you ready for what? He said, nah, I'm ready to get into the game. He said, I got my truck. I got my rims. He opened his shirt up. He said, I got my chain. Now I got Pro Tools. And in my brain, I'm going, what is the correlation (laughs) between the chain, the truck, the rims, and Pro Tools? And you know what? He saw success just in the items that look successful. Not actual success, just the image of success. So I say all that to say this. It is imperative that we make solid technical decisions and not just do things because it's popular. Not just select things because the pastor down the street has it, so I should have it because it's considered the best. When you're not really sure about how things are connected, you're not really sure if it's going to work in your scenario. You know, the worst thing you can do is have great cameras and have horrible lighting because they go together. What if you have great lenses, great camera, and you have no backlighting? You have you have you have none of that. You just got lights just flashing, and eyes are all bright. This has no no depth, has no coloration, has no um, character to your imaging. So all all of these things play part in making a great selection for your equipment. Make sure that you're involving the people that are going to use it, not just. Because Pastor Jones says, you know, you should get this because this is what everyone is using. It's really not a good enough reason. It's really not a good enough reason. The reason should be this will enhance us in the future. However, we can use what we have and probably take that same take that same financial deposit and use it somewhere it could be effective in the ministry as a whole. It's nothing wrong with having great cameras. Nothing wrong with having a great audio system. It's, 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 it's imperative if you want to be able to have great sounding 
great imaging for the word, for the preached word, for the, for the word in song. You want to have a great presentation, but you have to weigh it out to see if it's worth it at the staying at the stage that you're in. So I'm going to say this, make sure that you are on the same page with your, your tech guy. Okay. I keep saying guy, your tech director or your media person, whoever is, whoever your, the label is. And if that person is not qualified to make decisions and why they're in the position in the first place. Why? I, I, just, I, I need a reason. I just need a reason. Make sure it's beyond keeping up with Pastor Jones and that is succinctly linked to not to the call and not to your ego, not to your pride, not to envy and jealousy, but to the call. All right, so I'm going to leave it right there. I think I said enough. I think I said enough. Um, make sure you like, subscribe, review. And I'm going to say like I always say, keep God first in everything you do. See you next time on the Church Sound Podcast.